want to talk to you about the subject, uh, two powers or two elements that are extremely powerful uh, that never change. And this is the element of time and the element of change. Now, uh, time is happening uh, every moment, every second, <laughs> new time, new time, every minute, new time, new time. And things are changing with time. So as time changes or as time goes on, change is taking place. And a lot of people have never learned uh, to manage time or change. If something is unstoppable, uh, you, it means you can't stop it. You can't hinder it. Uh, you got to learn how to manage it. Uh, so I want to talk to you about managing time and change today. Uh, we are in 2023. We're actually in the 17th day of January 2023. We're 17 days in. Now, I'm not going to be mean to you. I don't like to be mean, but I'll be informed. I'm going to inform you. You're 17 days in, and some are listening today. Some are watching, are watching, and you've done nothing different in the first 17 days of January. Uh, you, you Come on now, it's time to do something different. Remember, the information you, you presently possess has got you where you presently are. Uh, you're, you're living in the information that you received earlier in life. That's where you're at today. So uh, let's look at the, the hours you got. You got 24 hours a day. You got 168 hours a week. You got 730 hours a month. And you got 8,760 hours a year. I'll break that down for you further. You got 1,440 minutes a day. You got 10,080 minutes a week. You got 43,804 minutes a month. And you got 525,600 minutes a year uh, that you can accomplish something. That's a lot of time. It's a lot of minutes, a lot of seconds. Uh, but that's a lot of time for you to do something that you have not done yet. You're here on an assignment. God has given every believer, well, every human being has an assignment. However, your assignment is not going to be revealed until you're born again. Uh, it's in the born again experience you become a new creation in time or, or a new creation of God. But when you become a new creation, you then receive your assignment and the clock starts ticking. So uh, let me help you with some scriptures today. The first one, I want to give you some time uh, scriptures and I've got these down so I don't have to, you don't have to wait for me to turn to my Bible. But if you got your Bible, go to Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. And it says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but wise. Make the best use of your time because the days are evil. Now, when it says the days are evil, yes, they're evil. But also, when it says the days are evil, it means the days are short. And an evil day is a shorter day. The days are short. Uh, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of God or the assignment of God uh, is for your life. James 4, 13 through 17 says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year uh, there and trade there and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, the Lord wills we will live and do this or that, whatever he tells us to do. Uh, as it is your boast in your arrogance, all such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him, uh, it is sin. Uh, Psalms thirty-one, fourteen says, "But trust in the Lord, O Lord. I say, You are my God. My times, or my time, is in Your hand." 
and then I'll get to a few more in just a second. And I want you to think about this today. You have a 24-hour period of time before you. Uh, you are a, a spirit. You are a born-again believer, or, or most of you are. Uh, what is it that you plan to accomplish tomorrow? When you wake up, the Bible says you got a, a new mercy, new the God's mercies, or, or God's given you the ability to succeed every day. He, he'll, he'll, he'll wipe away tomorrow or yesterday. And tomorrow, you have a brand new clean slate to accomplish something. Don't look at yesterday and let it dictate to you what tomorrow is going to be. Uh, just just wipe, you know, you're in a, the morning here, you're around 935. But uh, at the end of today, say, Lord, I don't know if I pleased you. I don't know if I accomplished everything I was I was supposed to accomplish. However, I choose to set this day now in, in, in the, 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 the history column. And tomorrow, Lord, you said I got a new mercy or I got new mercies. I got a new day before me, new abilities before me. And then tomorrow you need to begin to, to set some things, project some things, then set some things to accomplish. Come on now. I'm preaching better than what you're saying. Amen. Now, when we talk about uh, management, time management, uh, and, and we talk about change management, if you can manage your time uh, you can kind of uh, stay within the boundaries of change. You know, people, I don't know why, I, I got a, a small audience in here, so I'll kind of talk to you guys a, a little bit. But if you think about one of the hardest things we fight as human beings is change. No one likes change. Like if, I, if we come in tomorrow and I get here at 6 in the morning and I move everybody's office and I come in and I change the hours and I change everything, everybody's going to kind of get into this like weird little what's going on because we we're you know creatures of habit and anytime there's change it causes us here and here's what I'm trying to get to it causes us to have to think on a different level that's why a lot of us don't like change because it stretches us it, it makes you have to work you know we can get we can set into motion you know and pre-program our lives like a robot and just say, you know, well, it's like the old commercial. I don't remember if it was uh, Mr. Donuts. I think it was Dunkin' Donuts when the guy said, it's time to make the donuts. Eric, you're, you're my age. You're close. Was that it? It's time to make the donut. He'd get up, little guy with a little mustache and shuffling his feet at like 3 in the morning. And his life revolved around, it's time to make the donuts. Well, you're watching today, and you may have the same story, except it's time to go shuffle paper. It's time to go answer a phone. It's time, you know, but there's more for you. Yes, you have to work. Yes, you got to, you know, bring money home. Yes, food costs money, rent, and so on and so forth. But there's still a God, a God assignment in you that was placed there by God for you. And, and, and I had a, a conversation with my son, Richard. My oldest son is very similar, uh, his personality to my personality. And, and I told him, I said, unless uh, you have an assignment or, or unless you're busy accomplishing something, you're unhappy. That's the same way I am. That's probably the same way a lot of you are. When you're bored, you, you, you don't feel good, you get a headache, you, you're confused, so on and so forth. But when you're in the middle of accomplishing something is when you feel your best. Uh, once again, I, I'd like a better amen wherever you're watching from this morning. I'll say it for you, amen. So uh, in order to manage time, we have to have a goal or goals. 
Uh, Habakkuk is really uh, plain and clear about this. Habakkuk 2, 2, and 3 in in the ESV translation uh, said, And the Lord answered me and said, Write this vision, uh, make it plain on tablets, so that he, uh, uh, so he may run who reads it, for still the vision awaits on its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, it's okay. Wait for it. It will surely come to pass. It will not delay. But once again here, uh, we have to have a plan. Uh, there has to be a purpose. Your, your life purpose is not to get up and go to work and make a paycheck. That's not your life purpose. Your life purpose is bigger than that. Uh, the calling is bigger. Now you say, well, I'm not called to preach. I'm not called. Well, you, you may not be called to preach. Maybe you're called uh, to in, uh, encourage people. Uh, maybe you're called to, to exhortation in, in your job place, uh, you know, or in your workplace. Maybe you're called to raise up the, the next Oral Roberts, the next Billy Graham, you know, and on and on the list goes. Uh, maybe you're called uh, to be the best wife uh, for your husband or the best husband to your wife in aid in their calling. I don't know what your calling is. I don't know what your plans are, but your plans cannot be universal alone. They need to be kingdom or heavenly. Your plans are heavenly plans because God's a heavenly God. Uh, amen. Uh, can, I, can I help you uh, a little more? I got a few other things I want to tell you. We got plenty of time. In 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, it says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perishes, yet the inward man is renewed, once again time, your inward man is renewed uh, day by day. Another scripture in, in, in Romans, I don't remember exactly where it is, uh, I think it's Romans 1, uh, I don't know, Romans chapter 1, but it talks about you go from faith to faith. Uh, so if, if uh, every day you're renewed or you have the ability for a new day, like tomorrow, uh, I, I don't know about you. I, I have a weird little, uh, I, I might ought to get my wife in here to help me, but I, she just, she probably make fun of me. But I got this weird little morning ritual. Uh, I choose to start every day up on, on a high note. Uh, so I, I'll get out of bed with my eyes first thing. I'll get out of bed with my eyes. You know how your eyes are still closed in the morning you can't see? And there's a few songs that just get me dancing. So I'll play those songs, and I'll come walking down the hallway, doing my little shuffle, my little dance, and just having a grand old time before my eyes are really even open to the day. And it sets the tone for my day. You say, that may sound weird. Well, that's, I'm not telling you you have to do that. But for me, it's a reminder that I got a brand new lease on life today. I got a 12-hour a or a 24-hour, how many hours you work, a period of time to accomplish something. Come on now, say amen to that. Now, now don't say that. Don't, don't dare allow uh, the, the, the curses, the spells, the family ties, the soul ties, the words of your past to limit you because God broke the limits in Jesus Christ. You don't, you don't have any limits. Uh, no more poor me, poor, I wish I was this person, I wish I was that person. No, God didn't make you to be this person or that person. God made you to be you, and we need your assignment in operation, you in your assignment in operation today in our world. Uh, that would help all of us. Amen. It, you know, your assignment doesn't have to be big to be important. Um, let's look at the Bible, how it talks about the body. It talks about the body was put together, uh, pieces, parts, uh, you know, fingers, toes, fingernails. Uh, if you think 
that a finger is more important than a fingernail. Go get a pair of pliers. Now, don't do this. I got. I guess I got to say this. Don't really do this. But, uh, well, if you're that foolish, go ahead. Go grab a pair of pliers and rip one of your fingernails off your finger and tell me the fingernail's not important. The assignment of that fingernail is extremely important. And it was put there by God for a certain purpose. Now, you're not a fingernail by any means. But some of you reduce your calling, reduce your assignment. Uh, do you know this, that there's people that come in church on Sunday and you help me preach before I even get to the pulpit? Now, some of you, your smile. Some of you, your encouragement by your facial expression and, and maybe a little touch or a little, just something little, just a, a, the look on your face uh, tells me, yeah, I can do it. Or, or may tell me, yeah, I've changed a life or I've been a part of this life being changed. That's big. Uh, you know, there's some people that I walk in, I said, oh, God, I wish I wouldn't have walked in. Maybe that's not you. But there's some people that sometimes give you that look. But my point is, is your assignment, your calling of God is extremely important to the body. Uh, you know, I remember years ago, I used to surf a little bit. I wasn't a good surfer um, by any means, but I used to surf. I think everybody grew up on the coast surfed at one point or another. And I had a friend of mine who lost two toes, the pinky toe and the next one to it. And he was a good surfer. And after he came back from losing those two toes, I, I said, can you tell it there? He goes, man, my balance is so off. It's like I'm learning balance all over again. Now he rebounded and, and became a great surfer again. But just those two little toes changed his whole body or his whole being. And he had to you know, make an adjustment on how he did things. Uh, you are very important to the body of Christ. Uh, and, and don't ever say anything different. Don't let the accuser of the brethren, Satan, lie to you and say you're not. Uh, you are, have been set here by God, especially if you're in this ministry. You say, I don't even do anything but show up. Keep showing up. That's a huge help. You know, uh, you put the glory of God on your face. Let the anointing of God operate through you. That's a great help for, the, for a church uh, or for the body of Christ. Amen. Let me go a little further with this. In Ephesians 4, 24, once again, I hope I'm helping you today, dealing with time, how to manage time and how to get in front of change or, or how to be a part of change without letting it aggravate you. Ephesians 4, 22, 24, that you put off concerning the former conversations of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts of life, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which is after God and created in righteousness and true holiness. Now you put one off and you put one on by information and by thinking. That's how you, that's that scripture. You put one man off. So uh, let's look at time once again. Uh, time works like this. It goes on and on and on and on and it never stops. And the only positive way that you can operate within time is by renewing your thinking daily, hourly, minutely. You, you, you got to get your thoughts in line with heaven, with the kingdom of God. Uh, the Bible says here you got to get rid of the old way of thinking, Romans 12, 2. You got to be transformed in your, in your mind. You got to get rid of the old way of thinking, and you got to put on the new information. You got to take in new information. Uh, you got to meditate new information. Well, what's new information going to do? It's going to give you a fresh outlook. If the old information has you living life like miserable, 
uh, and and you're just kind of like you know like I said earlier like a robot. But then you take on new, fresh information of God, the kingdom of God information. It's going to give you a new, fresh outlook on life. Amen. Uh, you're, you're, you're stuck. You're not worthless. You, you don't have an assignment. You don't know, you know, there's not, there's not nothing for you to do. You're just stuck. You're stuck in a mindset. You're stuck in a present mindset that has taken decades, years to create. And, and this is a part of change I'm talking about. You learn, you've learned to live in that mindset. You've become prisoner to that mindset. Now, you look at the army of God. You look at when they came, the Israelites came up to the Philistines uh, within hours. This wasn't, this wasn't in months. This was within hours and days that the Israelite army, when they stood in the shadow of the Philistine, the great Philistine, uh, I say the great just to give you an image. He was a giant, the uncircumcised Philistine. When they stood in the shadow of the uncircumcised Philistine, uh, he, to them, conveyed a message, information, uh, that made them, cause them to think a certain way. So in, instead of thinking they could go beyond, they immediately took on uh, the, the thought process or patterns of, uh, we cannot penetrate, go beyond, kill, slay uh, this giant, therefore, We'll live how to learn, or learn how to live, rather. We're going to learn how to live in the echoes of defeat. And that's how they were going to live their life. They'd set up tents. They set up fires. They begin to eat. And every day the giant would come out and make threats. He would take his little hands and he would say, who will come against me? You're nobodies, you're dogs, you're worthless. No one can defeat me. We are the superior army, not God's army. Uh, and that's what they he would say. And they would listen to the lie, and they became prisoner to that lie. Not only prisoner, but they became comfortable, in a sense, to living under the echoes of Satan or the lie of Satan. Some of you are doing the same thing. You've got to, you have to gain new information today. You have to gain uh, heavenly information today. All right, let's say this. Let's say you're called to business. Uh, there's good business information, not only biblically, but there are some people out there that convey good business information. Now, if you're stuck in your finances, business finances, and you think that everybody else that's doing good is, a, a, is no good or a crook or they're doing something wrong, and you're the only one doing something right, you've been lied to. You once again are living paralyzed in the echo of a lie of Satan, and you've got to shut your ear to that. Uh, you've got to get around people that have gone further than you in your assignment. Uh, and in doing so, it's almost like a vacuum effect. Now, uh, when I got around, uh, you know, early on Norval Hayes, uh, when I got around Mario Murillo, Morris Cirillo, uh, when I got around, you know, uh, Dr. Barclay and so on and so forth, it, it began a, a vacuum effect. In other words, now, their life began to pull me, their information of their life, their proven work began to pull me to new levels. You're going to have to get around somebody to pull you up to a new level. You say, well, I don't have the ability, you know, I didn't have the favor of God. You had to get around them in, in you know, tangibly or in a person-to-person -person relationship. Well, before I was in a person-to-person -person relationship with them, I listened to their, their cassette tapes. Uh, I dreamed about meeting them. 
I listened to their VHS tapes. I watched them on TV. This was before computer. And miraculously, uh, God set me side by side to each of these men. And each of these men have marked my life and have taken me to new levels. Now, if I would have sat there, I'm getting ready to close. Hold on with me. If I would have sat there and lived in the echo of the the demon spirit, we can call the echo of the demon spirit Goliath because everybody's got one. And if I would have said, I'll I'll never be anything because I'll never get around Dr. Norval Hayes. I'll never be anything because I'll never get around Rod Parsley. I'll never be anything because I'll never, and go through my the list of faith heroes that have marked my life. If I would have said that, I would still be, you know, licking my wounds, pouting, feeling sorry for myself, which is a form of witchcraft. It's a form of manipulation. When I feel bad for me, I convey it to everybody else to try them to feel bad for, get them to feel bad for me, and then do something uh, for me. That's manipulation and witchcraft. But I didn't do that. I just said, hey, if it's a CD tape or a cassette tape, so be it. I'll learn from it. If it's, come on, words are still words, whether they're conveyed from mouth to ear or speaker to ear, just like you're listening to me, words still have power. But God did that for me because I made a choice to think differently. Well, I wish I had more time today. Uh, Let me say this to you. I, uh, when I met Dr. Seville, uh, I might just go a little longer. Hopefully you can stay with me. When I met Dr. Seville, uh, and I don't like to say idol because it's he wasn't an idol, but he was a hero. That's a better word. I, I was impressed by his ministry. His ministry had marked me and had helped me. Uh, and now it's been, I, I think it's been somewhere around 18 years ago. Uh, my mom had moved up here uh, and her husband, and I used to come up, you know, uh, before we started the church in Palm Coast to Daytona, my mom lived. And I'd come up and ride, uh, borrow her husband's motorcycle, and I'd go around to Bike Week. Now, uh, I'm studying Dr. Seville's books. I'm watching him now. As, you know, TV's was, you know, he was on TV more. Internet was around. And I'm driving down Beach Street. And I'm on my motorcycle, on a borrowed motorcycle. I'm driving down Beach Street. And I look next to me, and lo and behold, unplanned, unscripted, is Dr. Jerry Seville. Now, uh, back in that day on Beach Street, there was a Chevrolet dealership, and a Chevrolet dealership did a, uh, had a big deal. And I looked over, and he's right next to me, to the left of me, and I said, Dr. Seville, well, he had a helmet on. I wasn't too smart. I didn't wear a helmet. Uh, and and I, pulled, I, I motioned, and he said, I'm pulling in. We pulled in. I said, you're Dr. Seville. And he said, yes, I am. And we begin to talk for a few minutes, once again, unscripted, uh, just the, 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 the probability of God. I thought higher, never thought that high, but my my changed thinking or the way I thought, uh, God and God timing. Um, come on now. And so we pulled in. I said, Dr. Seville, he said, yeah. I said, man, I, I read your books. I watch you. Thank God for you. He said, I'm going to be at a church tonight uh, down by the, 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 the track. I don't remember the highway there. He said, I'll have a front row seat for you. Just pay attention here. Uh, when you come. So I went home, told Kim, went back that night. I said, Dr. Seville has a front row seat for me. Now, uh, Satan tried to fight me from going to that meeting all day because in the, in the lie of Goliath that day, that demon was, there's not going to be a seat for you. That was the lie I had to overcome. There's not going to be a seat for you. Now, the only way to overcome it was thinking beyond it. So I thought there's going to be a seat for me. So I get there. I said, yeah, Dr. Seville said he had a seat for me. And they said, yeah, he told us you'd be here. I got a front row seat. I sat there listening to Dr. Seville's 
uh, ministry, his, his uh, you know, word that night. He waved at me. I waved to him. I left. Now, that was it for a year. I didn't have any phone numbers. Uh, the next year, within days, within feet, the same place, the same time, there's Dr. Seville to the left of me. So I'm talking about the same exact place, 365 days or 360 days, somewhere 307 days later. I said, are you pulling in? He pulled in. I said, Dr. Seville. Uh, and he said, oh, my, we did this last year. He said, I'll be at a different location tonight. Would you come to the different location? I'll front seat, you know, front row chair for you. And that began our relationship. Now, I've been uh, with Dr. Seville in ministry on his airplane. Uh, I've, I've armor bared for him, carried the Bibles, made sure he got in and out, worked the prayer lines with him, been to his house, been to, you know, his ministry, the back rooms, and on and on and on it goes. But that would have never happened if I allowed myself to be paralyzed by the lie of Goliath by, and, and allow that lie to echo throughout my life. The, the echo of the enemy will paralyze you for the entirety of your life. It's only when you stand up and gain new information and make a decision, tomorrow is going to be different than today. I declare it. Now, if tomorrow is not, don't give up. You got the next day. You got the next day, and on and on it goes. Can someone say amen to that? That should encourage you, because if God did it for me, he'll surely, surely do it for you. I want to leave you with this. Dealing with management, I'm going to give you a little biblical key that revolutionized my life. There's a, 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 a scripture concerning uh, talents. There was three men, and they had talents given to them, and the talents were money. It, it, you know, we can say natural talents, but the, the, the master gave them money, and the master uh, knew how to grow money or multiply money, and he trusted each of them with a certain amount of money. Uh, uh, one did exceptionally well. Uh, it was added to him more. The second one did pretty good. More was added to him. The third one did nothing. And what he presently had was t- taken from him and given to the one that did the most. Uh, now, the, the Scripture says uh, you have to be faithful with little before you can be ruler over much. Now, now that's the key that revolutionized my life. Uh, faithful with what, with what you presently possess in, in order for God to trust you with anything else. And that's the, those are levels. So, like for me, I had a 19. Uh, are we still doing good out there in the the internet world? Am I still helping you? I bought a 1973 because I didn't have any money. A 1973 F100 that didn't run. My father helped me get it running. A, a straight six, three on the tree. It had primer, so on and so forth. I heard that scripture preached uh, as a young Holy Ghost Christian. I just got filled with the Holy Ghost. This is going back 25 years ago. I heard that scripture preached, and I said, well, uh, if i got to be faithful with everything I got, i got to be faithful with my truck. So I went and borrowed some, some white Emron paint, went to another buddy and said, hey, can I borrow your warehouse? This, this truck looks, it doesn't look right. I painted it the best I could. I cleaned it. I had vinyl mats, vinyl seats. I cleaned them seats. I scrubbed them. I kept that truck clean. Uh, uh, and still today, if you look at my vehicles, uh, you look at my weapons, my collections, anything I got, it doesn't cost you anything to clean something or to take care of something. But God has trusted me to new levels, to new levels, to new levels, to new levels, because I've chose to obey the management commandment of his Bible. 
You have to manage. In managing, you have to be faithful with the first minute, the first hour, the first day. You have to be faithful with it. And then God will give you the reward of that faithfulness or that day, so on and so forth. Oh, I hope, I I tell you what, I, I gave some keys. I preached pretty good, and I hope I helped you. Just make up your mind. Today's a new day. You still got time today. Tomorrow's a new day. I I can treat my spouse differently starting right now. I can think differently about money starting right now. I can think differently about the things I don't have. I can think differently about what's happened to me up to this point. It's my choice to manage time. Come on, to manage change. If not, it'll just eat you up. But you got to make a choice. I'm going to start managing. Put things in order. Can, can I say another little secret? Uh, you got to know the numbers. Now, now, I'm not just talking about numbers, but let's just say if something's gobbling you up, you, you got to establish those things. Get it on paper and, and, and know the hurts, know the pains, know what's holding you back. Out of sight, out of mind uh, doesn't work. Out of sight, out of mind is like an invisible rope that holds you back. When you define it, you know, you can define it. I'll say some weighty things here that, that are, might strike a nerve, but it will be freedom in it. Let's say if you were raped and you've never uh, dealt with that, that hurt, that pain, that unfair, evil, ungodly thing that was, that was done to you. It's ungodly. It's evil, demonic. But if you just, you just stuffed it down, so I don't want to hear it, I don't want to think about it, so on and so forth. Until you bring that thing to the light and overcome it, it will be an invisible anchor that will hold you back the rest of your life. Failure. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you were dishonorably discharged in, 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 in a, you know, armed forces. Maybe you were kicked out of the police academy. Maybe you got fired from a job. Maybe your father uh, used to put you down, slap you, beat you. I don't know. But you got to know the numbers. That The hidden things have got to come to light. That's a, that's a key of life. In order to overcome them, you got to bring those things to the light. Go, go, you know, go through the monetary pain that they're going to cause, but you got to defeat them once and for all. You can't just suppress it. No, it'll fester in you. You got to get those things out. That's another management key. Um, uh, there's no other way around it. Yeah, we know. Define it's unfair. It's ungodly. It shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't happen to you, but it did. Uh, you can let that produce. That, that evil, hurtful thing, let it produce a, a character, uh, you know, builder in you or create or build a character, or you can let it paralyze you from going forward. Uh, but you got to deal with it. These, these are ways you manage time and change. It's time to change. I hope that helped you today. Uh, once again, that's why we do these podcasts, just to be a blessing to you. Let me pray over you. Lord, I, I know I said a lot today. I know even what I said is, is so thought-provoking and soul-searching that people now will begin to think and search their very soul of hurts, of pains, of letdowns, of things they haven't done. Uh, uh, may these thoughts today, uh, may they produce a fire to go forward. May they not be a breed doom and gloom or, or, or anything like that, but may they be like the surface 
that we would begin to build on. Now, may today be an eye-opener that I, I'm going to do more. I'm going to think differently. I'm going to gain new insight, different information, and I'm going to choose to be the best manager of my life, of the time that I've been given, and of things changing. May I learn how to manage them in Jesus' mighty name. I pray and speak life over you today. God bless you. Share this. Like our page. Do whatever you do. Don't forget, we got a Wednesday service at 645 and a service at 10 o'clock on Sunday here at New Way Church, Palm Coast, Florida. God bless you. I love you.